Thank you for joining us on Two Middle-Aged Men in Their Top Ten. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Uh, if you'd like to check out our social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and TikTok, all with the same handle, at 2MAMTOP10. That's at the number 2MAMTOPTEN. Uh, if you would like to subscribe and follow, uh, you can find us on Anchor and Spotify the easiest. We are also on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Stitcher, and most other places where you find podcasts. Please follow, rate, and review uh, and let us know what other movies you'd like us to watch and review um this week we are reviewing top gun maverick which uh released memorial day weekend directed by joseph kosinski written by aaron kruger eric warren singer christopher mcquarrie uh, with story helped by Peter Craig and Justin Marks, and based on characters created by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr., uh, the movie stars Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, Miles Teller, Jennifer Conley, Bashir Salahuddin, John Hamm, Charles Parnell, Monica Barbaro, uh, Louis Pullman, Jay Ellis, Danny Ramirez, and Glenn Powell. The basic synopsis is, after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. So this is a, a legacy sequel to Top Gun, which came out in 1986. This movie was essentially finished in 2019-2020. It got shelved due to COVID, and I had thought that it was due to things they needed to get around, and it wasn't. It was just that they knew that you needed to see this in theaters. Yeah. And that that makes sense. Um, having seen it, that makes total sense. Absolutely. Uh, people could argue oh, they just want the money. Yeah. I mean, that's why you make movies. Yeah. And this is obviously These, an expensive movie to make. So, I mean, yeah, yeah you know. But the, the, I've, I've seen it twice. I went <laughs> uh, Tuesday, I think. And I saw, I saw it with something. I think it's called Dolby Adam. Is that what it's called? That sounds right. Yeah, that's that's a like a surround sound, like Dolby Digital surround sound, seven point one. But Adam um, also includes like tremendous bass and treble, and 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 the, the you can feel the thrusters, and you can and and that was it was amazing. As soon as it started, I kind of teared up a little bit because it it was the it, it, I didn't watch top gun i didn't rewatch it to prepare myself i didn't either just because i didn't want to be like the leonardo dicaprio character 
watching TV and pointing, you know, pointing stuff out. Yeah. But the, you know, it, when it opened, it, it, it obviously new film and new shots, but it felt like the music was right on the same, the, the shots, how they were, were the same. I was gonna, I was gonna say the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, as soon as the Paramount logo goes and that music starts, mm-hmm. it's that you know, dun, just, dun, 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 you know that that and that had me. And then yeah, and then when it goes to the credit sequence, and it's the exact same credit sequence as the original. Like yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it just it sets the tone. It gets you right back in that kind of like the the Star Wars scroll. Yes, where you know. And obviously, I had forgotten some things about Top Gun, but so the the part comes up and tells you what Top Gun is, you know, what what it is, what it does, when it was founded. And that's all verbatim. That's the exact yep. same yep. from Top Gun, the movie. And then just like the original, it goes into Danger Zone. and and the planes are taking off and people are high-fiving and that's all it's not the same like it's not the same footage yeah which is clear but it's the same you're like this like did he do this shot for shot did um he didn't because it's new i mean it's new the first movie had f-14s this movie has f-18s other newer stuff yeah, I mean it's clearly new footage, but at the same time, it's the yeah. I mean, it looks it's 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 so it looks exactly the same, but it, but it's but it's new, you know. Yeah, it's it's it, which is a perfect which is a perfect description for the movie itself. But we'll get more into that. Um, before you move on, I do want to talk more. Uh, I got to do have a couple things. Um, one nice touch I liked about the the credits was that it says it's a Don Simpson Jerry Bruckheimer production, mm-hmm. and Don Simpson used to be a that they used to be it used to be Bruckheimer Simpson Productions and then Don Simpson passed away um and then Jerry Bruckheimer you know is now Jerry Bruckheimer you know just whatever but I like that that um that little touch you know that little mm-hmm. to him you know because he was a big part in in getting this movie you know it was a team effort so that was just a little little nostalgia thing for did he movie geeks ha- that was kind of cool to see that did they, he pass away while it was in production or no just... he no he passed away he passed away actually hit the last movie he did with jerry bruckheimer was the rock okay. um and so he passed away during that production um so it was it was yeah it was a decade later but still it was still it was it was still it was equally their baby so i liked that you know there was that nod to him and it was just it, i you know like I said, most people won't notice that it's just you know movie extreme movie geeks like me who you know appreciated that little that little touch um but yeah and then yeah and then danger zone when, when danger zone hit too it was like when that that theme music and then it, when it went into danger zone the movie had me i was right back in i have i i started making a list i kind of i had the thought that there there are several movies we've seen even recently that that have like fan service mm-hmm. right like sonic the trailer came out the fans went uh no they went back fixed it that's a good thing yeah right um there's other movies where stuff like that pops up and you're like well they didn't shoehorn that in just because they thought someone wanted it yeah um for this movie 
I have it written down here. I said fan service isn't fan service if it's done to make a better movie. Yeah. So I don't yeah, honestly, consider like anything any, fan service. Like yeah, I didn't feel like there was any fan service. I mean, there was there was stuff that nodding to the original movie, mm-hmm. but there wasn't any like uh I don't they didn't say I feel the need, the need for speed. They right. That line wasn't put in there just to, you know, just for our sake. There, you know, there, there was none of that just callbacks just to be callbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was because I didn't even think about that. I didn't I, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about fan service because it didn't it never came up in the movie while I was watching it. it and, I, and I think that's good writing, good direction. Yeah. And also you're kind of distracted by the shots of the planes or the jets. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I'm not a big fan of fan service. Um, I, I mean, I, like it, it can be good. Like in Spider-Man No Way Home, when there's a little bit of it for, I mean, obviously that's a different monster. Oh, got, okay. Yeah. yeah, when, yeah. You, when you've got two other versions of Spider-Man that we, you know what I mean? That that's obvious. There's obviously mm-hmm. that's built in, you know what I mean? So that's, that, that's kind of a, a different, a different thing, but like, but like, I wasn't a big fan of the, the new Ghostbusters movie. Like I liked the movie. But I actually mm-hmm. thought that the movie that didn't involve the old Ghostbusters was better than just because they just threw it was almost like they were an afterthought. It was just like, OK, now we got to throw in the old Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? It was just like uh, so I'm yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of that. And I so, yeah, I, I'm more for like, yeah, like give us what we want, but don't give it to us just to give it to us. Like give it, you know, make it part of the of the movie. Um, uh-huh. don't take us out of the movie just to say oh yeah remember this like so anyway sorry go ahead yeah so this is i know when we did the batman we we talked about how that that's a good movie to get people back to theaters yeah it's nothing that's come out so far this year is even close to this i think when it comes I, to getting people back to theaters oh i agree how how full was your theater Oh, it was, I mean, it was packed. I mean, I'm sure there were a couple seats empty, uh, but I mean, it was the IMAX. So, I mean, it was, you know, but what I actually, when I, uh, when I walked in, it was pretty packed, but not everybody with it. So I made it a point to, after the movie was over to stand up and look around. And yeah, I mean, it was just people. I mean, I I was sitting, you know, two people on my, on my sides. I mean, so, and and yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was packed. I went against my usual and I got a ticket on the back row all the way on the end. Yeah. And um, that for me, that may have been why I'm I'm not going to say it wasn't good, but I enjoyed the first time better with that sound and that, that feeling Um, it didn't have, it it still had it, but not as much, but it also, I was also in the back and it looked like I was watching TV almost kind of. Yeah. But uh, I was in the, I was in the middle. I was just to the right of the middle. And I was, I was a little closer than I, than I would would have liked to have been. Um, But it was the closest I could get to the middle and not be too close. I was like six row up. So, I mean, it was still a little too close, but it was, it was pretty, it was, it was, it was, I would have liked to have been maybe row eight um, would have been more perfect. But as far as, I mean, it was, I was, I, it was, it was right there. I mean, I was right there in the action. I wasn't too close. It, you know what I mean? Like it was, especially during the aerial shots and whatever. I mean, it, it, I was in the movie, man. It was, it was awesome. And yeah, I agree. This is the movie. Like you have to see this in the theaters. This is not a movie. It's even, even the first Top Gun, which was pretty epic as far as the aerial shots and stuff. 
uh, which I've never seen in the theater, but I've watched it at home and, and even and especially on a big screen. I feel like that's probably OK. Like it would be it would be cool to see in the theater. But this one takes that to the I mean, just extreme. I mean, this is I couldn't imagine watching this on on TV, um, especially for the first time and saying that I've actually experienced this movie because I don't feel like you can experience this movie without <laughs> being in the theater. Uh, I mean, the training sequences, the, I mean, all of it is just, it's, it's, and I haven't seen the first Top Gun in a while either, but I, I remember a lot more ground shot. When they're up in the air, you see a lot more from the ground. You know, you see them, the, the plane I... from a little low, like this, you're almost, it's almost always like either in the plane with them or at their level yeah. where it's, it's, you know. <clears throat> I watched Top Gun when I got home from watching Maverick. The first yeah, time. I, I plan to. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I watched I, it. And I, plan to now. and I really like the fact that I didn't watch it before because there's so much where uh, there's so many Easter eggs that are just so cool and maybe a quarter of them, a quarter to half of them you don't pick up at least not right away because you just don't remember. Yeah. But they're there and it's awesome. And I, I have a list of what I've found so far. So I'll go through some of those Yeah, and see what you think, or if you have anything to add, we kind of talked about it. I have open end sequence reshot with same music and writing closing credits were done the exact same way too. Yeah. From the original movie where they put, they put yeah. them on the screen actor's name and then, you know maverick whatever the opening of the movie maverick does something against the rules and then gets reassigned instead of in trouble that happens both movies essentially um white shirt leather jacket yeah uh motorcycle race with the jet Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of yeah i I caught i caught that one Yeah. yeah um the admiral's daughter penny benjamin that is said in the original at least twice. Yes, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't remember that. When they're getting chewed out before they go to Top Gun, and the the guy's talking about yeah, and one admiral's daughter, and Goose goes Penny Benjamin. <laughs> so that that happens in the original. Cool. Uh, I like that. The the young pilots give him a hard time only to later find out that he's the flight instructor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rooster and Goose, great balls of fire. Yeah. Instructor easily taking out the students during the drills. <laughs> um, uh, Penny, I thought this, and then uh, it was confirmed when I looked at the trivia. Penny lives at the same house Charlie did in the first movie. Okay, yeah, I kind of thought that It too, looks familiar. When but, I, yeah. Um, Val Kilmer uh types out you've got to let it go and that's what um viper told him in the first one after goose died is you've got to let it go after he was cleared yeah yeah see i I didn't yeah i didn't remember that exactly so that's cool and then and then this one this is one of the ones that i didn't know but after we yeah we've already announced that this is a good movie and it's pretty basic but not basic but i'll go ahead and say spoilers now not i mean not really but spoilers yeah um there's a there's a scene where they're on the mission and rooster's in trouble maverick sets him up to get him out of there then he gets shot down 
it kind of it kind of foreshadows that probably at the beginning when he goes Mach eight point four or ten point four. Yeah, yeah. And burns up and 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 that's probably kind of a a foreshadow because at at that early in the movie you're like, well, he can't be dead now. But at the end of the movie, you're like, is he dead now? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I actually said that. I actually because after the movie was <laughs> over, I was I, I was like, yeah, I, I actually thought that they might kill Maverick. I there, there was yeah. there was a moment there, where, you know, in in Rooster comes back, and Rooster is Goose's son. So Rooster comes back and takes out a helicopter, and then he gets shot down. So they um end up in an F-14 which is what Maverick flew in the original 25 years ago, more than 35, that. 35, 35 yeah. years ago. And uh, they, they, they end up in a dogfight, and Rooster says, come on, Mav, do some of that pilot shit. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And, yeah. and that was funny. I'm like, that's funny. That's great. That is a Miles yeah. Teller line. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Goose says it. To Maverick, exactly in the original. Okay, yeah, from the same I, position in the plane, everything. Yeah, right. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't catch that either. Yeah, because I. Yeah, because I haven't seen it long enough. Like I remember pretty much a lot of Top Gun, but like dialogue, exact dialogue, I don't. So yeah, that that, that that's cool. I yeah. think I think there might be something about because uh, Glenn. Yeah, Rooster tells Hangman the only place you're going to lead people is to an early grave, and that feels like a Iceman thing. Yeah, yeah. That that he said or hinted to. Yeah. In the first one, which I love the. Yeah, which I almost I almost want to say that Iceman said something similar to like that in the locker room. I, I can remember like the locker room scene when they're like whatever, and he says something. Maybe not those exact words, it, but it very well could have been. Uh, but I do remember him saying something along those lines of he's going to get everybody killed or, or he's going to get there's some, something along those lines. So but before before you move on, I, I, I do want to talk about that scene because that that scene was hilarious when, when when they finally meet up and he's like, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, I, I didn't get you. He's like, he's like, he's like, what were you thinking? He's like, you told me not to think like that was just yeah. great. Like, uh, you know, there's a couple good laugh lines there. And so Bob, Bob is w- one of my favorite guys in the movie. Yeah. Just Cause he's Bob. His, yeah. his name's Lewis Pullman. That's Bill Pullman's son. Huh? Yeah. I, I didn't, so I didn't that's know. kind of a, uh, a connection because Bill Pullman played a fighter pilot in Independence Day, right? And then Glenn Powell played uh, the astronaut in Hidden Figures, yeah. and he's—I mean, it's pretty cool. Because uh, another little thing I kind of noticed is in the original, there's a there's a a Rio pilot, the REO, what, what Goose did was kind of do tracking and looking from behind, which is kind of different in this movie where there's a jet with one pilot and then another one with two. So oh, there's a guy who played like a little part in Top Gun and he's only in it at the very end, but now he's super famous. <laughs> Tim Robbins. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, they have him at the top of the cast here, but um, that 
I kind of feel it's probably just me, but um, I kind of felt that way about Manny Jacinto. Because I, when I saw that he was in this movie, I was really excited because I like him. He's from The Good Place. I want you back. He play. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't seen that yet. No. He, play, he plays a teacher. He's, he's super cool. I, I really like him and I was excited. And he's not. I mean, he's basically a picture on the screen is yeah. all he is in the movie. And that's kind of felt like Tim Robbins to me. Yeah. Where he's he's not famous now. But he yeah. could be kind of like yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah, uh, I, honestly, I didn't even know he was in the movie, but that's cool. Say right now, ten out of ten. Yeah, same. Um, I, give, I give it ten out of ten as well. This is possibly I haven't been to the summer blockbuster theater much in my life. Yeah, but I've been enough, and this is probably the best blockbuster or summer blockbuster if i've ever seen in theaters probably it's definitely uh, out there i mean i've seen i've seen a lot it's it's hot i mean i i use i go i spend my summers at the movie theater going mm-hmm. to see you know the movie so but yeah this is definitely up there as far at both both anticipation and delivery and experience and all of that it, it probably is the best based on all of that as far as living up to expectation exceeding expectation and the actual experience of yeah like i like i said other yeah other than other than like the dark knight right right or um i hate to say this but um you know bad i don't hate to say it really bad boys or whatever epic type transformers like epic type thing yeah that's just action like this is this is action with a story with drama and comedy and it's about the navy i mean <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah well then that's yeah i mean yeah i would i would have to have to agree with you because i mean yeah there's and again i mean i i would have to look back and i so i'm not i'm not gonna stand here or sit here and say that it's the best but it's definitely up there and i and i have to say that yeah the, the fact that that it's not just like you brought transformers and stuff it's not just the fact of seeing this cool stuff happened on the big screen. It's the experience of, of, like I said, like you feel like you're there and it's whatever, uh-huh. but it, it is. And, and you said it like, and it's got a story to it too. It's not just spectacle. And I actually had that. I was, you know, I had that in my notes or whatever that, I mean, yeah, th- this movie easily could have been just a stunt and they could have just relied on the updates of technology and, you know, the abilities to, um do this and just made it because the first top gun wasn't i mean let's face it it wasn't a good movie it you know it was barely a good movie it it definitely wasn't a great movie um it was it was fun it it had a so-so story but it had some really cool aerial stuff that had never been seen before it had tom cruise looking cool it had great music you know so it it was tongue kissing yeah yeah (laughs) infamous tongue kissing (laughs) yeah it, it was very much like um style over substance um you know and 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 and, you know so and and this this i think rectified that or it it did that better um it had that but at at service of a story well i I mean and what's funny is it doesn't really have a great story per se i mean and this kind of segues into what i was going to say i mean it 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 tells a very predictable Mm -hmm. story but at the same time you are 
you're in it though. Like you're not sitting there being like, Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Or, Oh, you know, like, at least I wasn't like it, it happens and you're, you're involved. Like you, you, you get to like these characters care about these characters in, 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 in as much as you can in this kind of movie. And yeah, I was actually like, when the movie was over, I was, you know, cause I'm always talking about like originality. Like we talked about everything everywhere all at once and how cool that movie was because it was stuff I hadn't seen before. And this movie has a lot of stuff I've seen before, you know, the storytelling, like it was, it was, it was, you know, stuff that you kind of expected, but at the same time, it was done perfectly. It delivered exactly what, you know, what you wanted to see in, in, in a new and exciting way. And so I, and I enjoy that just as much. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of that stuff, like I, I enjoyed the familiarity of it. Like it, like, because it was just like, it was like, that's how it should be. That Everything that happened in this movie was, I felt, as it should happen, as it was unfolding. And that's not to say everything is predictable, because like I said, there were many moments where I was like, I didn't know if he was going to die. I didn't know if this was going to happen. I didn't know if they were going to pull it off. I didn't know if something was going to go wrong on the mission. You know what I mean? But as it was unfolding, it was within the realms of kind of what you sort of expected and and not. And yeah, it was just... For me all all aspects of it the the script the cinematography the music well i heard um lady gaga's song before i saw the movie and i wasn't like blown away or impressed or anything but i watched the movie the first time and then the music comes on at the end i'm like oh that's a that's a good song right then i watch it the second time and she's she also wrote the music in the film yeah. so you hear bits and pieces of her song all throughout yeah. the whole movie yeah and all of that is any anybody who's in a film school 15 years from now that they could possibly show this movie as how to make a movie this is how you make a movie to make a good movie you don't worry about it. they can come out with top gun 3d in two years because of this movie they can come out with a sequel because of how good this movie is yeah and the sequel could be trash it doesn't matter yeah but you make a good point though they could they can they could make a sequel like off of this movie as opposed to still treading on you know what I mean? Like as, as opposed to a sequel to the original. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's more, that's more exciting to me is, 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 you know, a sequel to this movie as opposed to a sequel to, to the original. Yeah. I mean, it was, or any, I was, I was, go ahead. Any, anybody who's out there thinking of, you know, anybody who has a movie that's going to come out and they plan on it being like a trilogy, look at this movie and make your movie like this movie. And then yeah. your trilogy will be just fine. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. And we've, we've talked about that because I, I, I hate that. I hate when movies and that's what this seems to be the thing nowadays is to always be thinking two movies ahead or, you know, whatever. And no, just focus on making this movie good and the sequels will happen because a lot of the times they'll focus on making setting up this world and they they shit the bed on the movie that they're making and no sequels ever get made because they didn't provide a good enough movie to, you know to warrant you know a, a full trilogy so yeah i i uh I, I, I switching gears here for a second um i want to focus on on miles teller um mm-hmm. because i 
I have to say, when I, when I first heard that they were going to go with Goose's son, like I, that I was like, oh no, here we, you know, here we go. It's going to be like the like the the stuff we were just talking about with with Ghostbusters stuff, where it's oh, they're just going to pay the service, and it's going to be this whole you know, thing where it's focused on this, you know, the, the stuff that happened in the first movie and we're going to, you know, go over that. And there is some of that, but it's very subtle and, it, and it's, 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 it's there, but they don't dwell on it. Yeah, it's part of the story, but it's not like overly, it's not the main crux of the movie. Like the movie tells its own story and, and has these own characters and its own form of the mission and all that stuff. The, the kind of like, it, it kind of, I mean, it happens at the very beginning when he's getting ready to do Mach 10 and he says, talk to me, Goose. And, yeah. and that kind of, oh, it's a nice moment because he's still thinking about his friend, which you see before that you see pictures of them together on his wall. Yeah. Yeah. But that happens in the movie a couple more times and Rooster says, talk to me, dad. <laughs> and yeah. And then, yeah. and then, and then Maverick talks which is kind of a good sim symbol yeah. i think yeah well and I, yeah and, I, and I, but and, and i didn't end up liking that and that's that's uh -huh. what i was going to get to is the fact that like i i, I actually well because most people when they think of top gun that's who they think of they think of goose that, you know that, that relationship so it, it it does make sense to if you're gonna bring any storyline from the first that's i mean that is the smart way to go uh, but I liked that they didn't make that the main theme of the movie. Or I guess the main theme of the movie, they didn't make that the main focus of the movie. Um, it's the underlying story. It's the character arc, I guess, sort of. But but it's done naturally. It, it, it doesn't feel forced. Uh, but Miles Teller, like, there are scenes where he looks exactly like Anthony Edwards as Goose. Like, I mean, like when he's playing the piano, th there's just a couple other moments that it's just like, that is Goose. Like, it's it's amazing. Cause like I remember seeing the previews, and other than the mustache, I was like that he doesn't look anything like him. I was like, it makes a yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was like, you got to give him the mustache because otherwise, you know, how else or whatever. But yeah, but there's it's just it's it's a spinning image, and I was they, like, yeah, they softened up his hair because he's pretty dark headed. They yeah did like a summer right whatever highlight whatever, yeah. and then his you don't you don't really notice it while you're watching the movie, but like in the trailer that scene where he's like uh my dad trusted you and i'm not gonna make that mistake he for me that sounded like goose yeah yeah see i had the opposite effect i didn't really catch that in the in the preview which which you know me i, I try not to pay too close uh -huh. attention to, to preview so i probably wasn't too honed in on it but yeah during this movie i was gonna i was gonna say that too like it's not just the look though his his performance does because he's not he's not he's not portraying goose so he's not my you know he's not doing an impression of anthony edwards but in the subtleties he 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 is kind of channeling and that anthony edwards in in the original and it's it, it is a it is a credit to miles teller um too that he you know especially because he's so well known and he's played this kind of character before the cocky kind of kind of guy so it's even harder like to, for him to like then go and portray this character that you know uh, uh you know of a you know whatever that we kind of already know but he does it. like i mean it, i never really saw miles teller like i was it, it yeah came rooster uh pretty pretty early on it's it's impressive um yeah he's cocky yet reserved because of because of his dad probably like his dad died 
while flying. So he, I mean, he knows he's good, but he doesn't know how good he is. But he's also reserved because in the back of his mind, anybody can die at any moment while they're flying these yeah. things. Yeah. And I, don't know, I thought it was interesting that I don't, I don't know if it was subtle the way they did this or not, but you know, the, the pilots who went at the end are of course, Tom Cruise and rooster. Right. right. And then the other four are minority female dude with glasses, black guy and Latinx dude. It's all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Which I didn't even notice that. It's not, it's not like for, it's not like a forcibly thing where it's like, Hey, look at us. We're right. You know, we're being woke but, or whatever, you know, but yeah. Glenn, it's, Glenn Powell, the self-imposed badass is left on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until he saves the day, but yeah. Which <laughs> it, it's, it's so funny because like a lot of that stuff that happens towards the end is, is predictable, but yet it's done in such I don't want to say unpredictable way, but in a, in a, in a fresh way, in, a, in an involving way, because like, I knew, you, you know, you know, certain characters are going to show up when they show up, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's one of there, there's, and there, there's almost like three scenes in a row there where it's like a character is about to get blown away and then someone else comes in, you know what I mean? And it's, and you would think like it would become like repetitive, but it does it like it feels it just feels like it, that's how it should happen. That, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of what I was talking about before. Um, and and I, yeah, I just, I love that about it. And I like the, the end, the, 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 the third act of the movie is, you, is where you know the movie is going to go. And, and, but the way they handle it, it's, it's pretty good. And it's, and it's not too predictable because honestly, like I thought the initial mission was going to go wrong and there was going to be more of that. And so like, you know, but it's a little more complicated than that. And, you know, things happen and, and, uh, but yeah, I liked how is you know one one thing, and it's like you think it's over, and then something yeah. else happens, and then you think it's over, and then something else happens, and it's in it, uh, yeah. But it just feels like perfect, though. It's just it's hard to explain without seeing the movie because, I, and I and and also without giving too much away because I don't want to sit here and you know telegraph exactly what happens in the end. But but yeah, it's just like every 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 scene there there there's a moment where I was like yes, like perfect, like that yes. <laughs> Like, like, I want to see the movie again. Like, I understand why you went and saw it twice. And I, you know, I would have, I would have gone right back in and watched it again. I, yeah, it's just one of those, it's such a satisfying movie to watch um, in every way. Uh, you know, the characters you know, develop, you know, in the, in the way you want them to, the, the, the action sequences are exactly how, you, you know, turn out how, how you want them to. It's just a fun, it's so fun. Like, it's just you know, like I was, I had a big smile on my face or at least in my mind, you know, was smiling, you know, internally the, the whole time, you know, it was just, it was just a joyous experience. Um, and like I said, it was kind of like how I felt when I was watching everything all at once, just in a different, you know, in a different way for a different reason, you know, cause like you said that, that the scene where he bests them when he first, the first scene, when he's the, when he's there at top gun and he's challenging them and, you know, to the, mm -hmm. you know, the pushups, all that stuff whatever yeah like that that was just so, that was just such a great scene even though you knew exactly how that was going to play out and, and it was you know it was, it was a scene that you know was from the original and whatever but it was still exciting and fun and it was just yeah it's, and the whole movie is like that it's just one joyous exciting scene after another and yeah, yeah. and also like it 
honestly, like I, it went by fast. Like I, I, like I mm-hmm. never felt it did it never dragged. Like there's not a moment in that movie where you, even if you want to look at your watch, there's not really much time to, because like, once you go to look at your watch, all of a sudden it, you know, something else has happened. Like there really isn't any, any drag time or. That, that may have been, I didn't enjoy it as much today is because. Oh, I'll never understand people who show up late. I don't understand people who have to get up and get a, a beer refill while you're watching an IMAX movie. Give me a yeah. break. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of people getting up, and when you're in the back, and you that happens, and that. Yeah. Stinks. So yeah, I think yeah. from now on, if I do the IMAX in Fayetteville, I'll go one row up from the handicap row, and that should be perfect for me. Yeah, probably. But um, did you notice the the demographic of the people who were in the theater with you? I I didn't really. Um, I kind of I, I kind of watched as. They were coming out. It was, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty mixed, mixed group. I mean, there was, there was a lot of women. There was a lot of men. There was a lot of people my age. There was, I mean, there was a lot of kids. Both times I went, it was mostly older people. And I, and I say that being someone who's 40. Right. Mostly older people I sat next to a couple who was 60, 65. Um, there were a bunch of old people going, oh, I don't know. Maybe we should get an aisle seat next time. <laughs> and and it's so funny because I got, you know, I get I buy my ticket and then I go and show them my phone and then they print it out. And so I was up there doing that on Tuesday and this older, you know, 55 to 60 year old couple come in and they're like uh two from maverick and <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny watching them because things are not like they used to be and and they've been this way for a while but they're not like they used to be for whatever they're used to right because there's a screen now that tells you where to sit and and everybody has to get a flashlight out to look at the thing and go to their seat <laughs> But it was, I mean, there, there, there were a bunch of, not a, but I mean, there was one toddler, which was kind of Annoying. unnerving. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, the, the, the movie's loud enough that you're not right. going to be yeah. worried about that. And they were far enough away, but I watched them walk in late and she had an, like an iPad and I'm like, what? Oh can yeah. You not, can you not? I know it's expensive, but how expensive is it to buy a ticket for your kid to an IMAX movie? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I I'm I'm a mixed, I mean, as a parent, I'm you know, um I've 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 been the person who took a, a baby um to a movie, but I also generally will go to a well, I guess I mean well, I guess a super early show. Mm-hmm. So um <clears throat> But, uh, but, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't really say on that, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, you're talking about me. I'm, I'm, I've been that culprit. 
and I I understand, but I I, well, I, I don't I don't like, know who. Oh, but I also I I never took I like when my kids like when they were babies I would take them to the movie theater, but if they if they were crying or whatever, like immediately leave and go out. Mm-hmm. But like I never took a toddler, like a, a kid who was like actually you know able to move around, but not prescient enough or whatever enough to like actually pay attention and whatever like i i definitely never did that um you know especially to a that non-kid was, movie uh, yeah that was kind of yeah, weird because like at least with, at least with a baby you can carry the baby out and just you know and it's almost leave what i've noticed it's almost always teenagers who have to get up and go to the bathroom or do whatever you kind of you understand why when you were a kid your parents said make sure you go to the bathroom before we leave <laughs> yeah 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 I've, I've been lucky i haven't really had too many um which and i usually i usually sit you know i sit further up than maybe i think you do but um yeah well i only notice it this time because i did sit up i usually right, sit down saying, yeah yeah so but yeah i usually don't have too bad of an experience as far as people getting up and walking out and you know to use the bathroom and stuff but uh during batman there was there was a couple um but i mean that's a three-hour movie so i kind of you know about two hours in there was a couple people that you know got up and you know i can't can't really criticize that i understand that you make it through two hours and you know what are you gonna do it's you got an hour left you i understand not being able to hold it till the end so but um but yeah i think that pretty much covers everything on 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 uh top gun for me i mean it was it was definitely a movie i you know it was it was I, and that, that was my first thought when i walked out it was like it was like that was a movie you know that was a that was exactly what a movie it should be it's, uh yeah you know it was like a good old fact just just a fun summer movie this um this one is the reason why i added top 10 jennifer conley movies Oh yeah, I saw. I saw that. I looked her up in the last twenty years. She doesn't have anything but a hit. Oh yeah, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> and even before that, you know, the House of Sand and Fog, and and yeah, uh, the the Nash movie, A Beautiful Mind, and yeah, also all sorts of oh good yeah, stuff. A Requiem for a Dream. I mean, yeah, I mean she's. Mm-hmm. She's in some great movies, and almost every movie she's in is either good or great. Um, and she's always great in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen all of her movies. There's a few, uh, you know, obscure right. titles that I that I haven't seen. But yeah, I mean, she's. I've been a fan of her. I remember a movie called Inventing the Abbots, um, with her and Liv Tyler and uh, Billy Crudup and whatever. And like, not a huge movie, but I, I love that movie. And yeah, and she's she was really good in it. Like dark she's a movie called dark city that I, that i love like yeah it's, she's i saw that you put that out. it didn't connect that it was related to this movie because at the time i wasn't thinking mm-hmm. um you know i wasn't putting the two and two together but yeah i i was excited that you put her on there because yeah that'll be a fun list to do but yeah i was i mean i knew like you know the the the, the um the reviews on this were which i didn't read any but i mean i i was i was aware that you know this was a pretty you know well-reviewed movie and that you know it's you know, no, it's got 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't look it up, but I, I did see it had like an 8.7 on, on IMDb. And, you know, like right I now, I, yeah, right now it's top 50. Yeah. <laughs> on IMDb. Yeah, which that's... It hasn't, and it hasn't moved in, 
Well, it's only been a week, but it hasn't moved in that week. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I, I will say that the, yeah, this is definitely <laughs> a, a movie you should see in the theater. If, if you see no other movie this year, I hate to be that cliche, but it, it's it's for real. Like if, if you see one movie yeah. this year in the theater, this is the one to see because it's not. Preferably, I would say IMAX. And then if not IMAX, do Dolby Atom with that special surround sound. If you can't do that, then do a movie theater. If you can't do that, maybe drive-in. I don't know if drive-in would be that good or not, but it's better than at home, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because it yeah, is I at would... the drive-ins. Yeah, sure. yeah, because at least at the drive-in, yeah, I mean, I would say, because you've got the, yeah. I mean, you're Make still... sure you have, you go with someone with a good sound system. I was going to say, truck. yeah, especially <laughs> if you've got, if you got some, like, you know, some 10s or something, 10s or 12s in the back or something, then, yeah, but... Uh, and this would be, this would be a good, like, when the media comes out, the, the DVD and the Blu-rays and stuff, it would be good to bundle this with home theater systems probably oh, yeah. Yeah, i can yeah. i can see that happen which but even even still i mean i i have a really good surround system and i've got a you know an 80 inch screen tv but still i mean it's it's nothing compared to you know what you see on you know on on the big screen i mean it's just you can yeah because i mean i you know i because I, I re-watch a lot of like you know big blockbusters on my tv and i'm and i'm fine with it. i still feel like i get close to the experience of of the theater uh, but I don't, I don't think, that, you know, like I said, this movie, I don't think it would have cut it. Like if I had seen this first on my TV, I would have been disappointed. I mean, I still would have loved the movie, but it, I would have been like, oh, I can't believe I didn't see this in the theater. This is not, you know. Yeah, you could almost smell the jet fuel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's especially in IMAX. Um, I haven't seen it any other way, but especially in IMAX. I mean, I, you know, it was yeah, it was it was a, 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 a it was a experience to behold. And I would yeah, I would definitely, definitely recommend it. Because <clears throat> I would I would not want to miss seeing this in the theater. <clears throat> and yeah, and I yeah, I'm so glad that they waited because I, I too, I, I didn't necessarily think it was problems with the movie. But I, I did think, you know, there were there were times where I was like, kind of getting upset that they wouldn't just release it you know like because i wanted to see the movie you know uh -huh. and um so you know there were there were times where i was like man i wish they would just release it on streaming or or just put it in theaters and let the people who are willing to go see it see it but but yeah i, I think it was it was definitely worth waiting for. i get it now it, they it, would, it, yeah they wouldn't be working this was any like records. the only movie like this was the <laughs> only movie they kept pulling it they kept pulling this while other movies like f9 and you know fast and furious 9 and other movies were were going ahead and ready to go to theater they kept saying, "Oh, we're not ready yet. We're gonna, we're gonna keep holding, Ma you know, Top Gun Maverick off." And like again, I thought it was, you know, I, I thought it was a stunt. I thought it was just like they wanted to get the most out of their money, and I'm sure that was part of it. But no, this definitely was like this needed to be in theaters, and they needed to release it when more people could oh. go see it, and we're willing to go see it. And I mean, look at the box office. I mean, it's it's the I think it's the biggest Memorial Day weekend ever. Which is yeah. Memorial Day um, weekend is the big movie every every summer. Memorial Day weekend and July Fourth are the two tent poles when they when like the biggest movies of the summer try to get those spots because that's whatever. And so I mean, it's not an easy feat to be the most popular or whatever, and especially pre or post pandemic when I'm sure you know there's still people who are kind of iffy about going to the theater, but. It did. I didn't see it on IMAX, but when I saw it the first time, right before the movie started, there was a little 
um, video of Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise popped on the screen and said, hey, guys, I just wanted to thank you for coming into the theater to watch our movie. And we know that this is the best way for you to watch it. And we appreciate you coming to watch it. And that I mean, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, they, I, I didn't have that uh, at my theater, but uh, but yeah, that is cool. I have seen actors do that. There have been a couple other, um, I can't remember what movie it was. or It might have been Black Widow. No, I, I don't know. There, there was some movie shortly after the pandemic where somebody did that, but I don't remember what it was. But yeah, that that is cool, especially that, especially considering that, you know, that all the weight that we had to do. So yeah, that, that's cool that he that he did that but um but speaking of before the movie um that did you have the mission impossible trailer yeah. or teaser before your mm-hmm. i figured that's probably released but you know before this movie everywhere but I, it because it was the preview that played right before the movie so i could be wrong but it seemed like it probably the, was. um on picture movies and yeah today there were like three normal ones avatar thor jurassic world and then Mission Impossible. Yeah, I had ten previews. <laughs> yeah, the the, movie, well, which the was, first time there were like three really short ones. After like four or five other ones. Yeah, right? oh, this was this was this was the most previews I've seen um, in, in a while, um, and because sometimes they can be heavy, but usually it's about six is the most, and even then I'm usually like, all right, let's get on with the movie already. And this was like, like there's literally ten previews i had um oh i had moon is daydream which was a preview for a uh david bowie documentary that i'm, that I'm sure it was i'm sure that was specifically for i mean it's gonna be released everywhere but it said it's it was filmed specifically for imax and it's you know whatever which it looked kind of cool um then i had an, an elvis preview but it was an elvis preview i hadn't seen yet it was hmm. like the newest latest preview um it looked cool. filming there for imax <laughs> Uh, well, no, th- these were all just IMAX. I'm just saying, like, these were the previews that they oh, played. Just all the ones I had said brought to you the screen for IMAX. Yeah, well, yeah, I think Elvis, I think Elvis was one of them. Wow. Um, that was filled. And, and I think um, there's there was another one. I think it might have been. I, yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, that was definitely like Elvis and the Moonage did Daydream were definitely one of them. But then I had. One for the um, Paws of Fury, the animated yeah movie. Uh, which yeah. that looks that looks cute. I mean, I don't I don't know if I'm like if I'll see it in theaters or if I, if I'm that excited about it. But I'm definitely more excited having seen the preview. It definitely looks clever and looks like it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had one for a movie called Smile. Yeah, I had never even heard of, and the preview yeah. gives nothing away, which I love. It it tells me everything. It tells me that I want to see it. That's idea because it was just, it literally was just, it. Was it where like the nurse is walking by the door yeah. and the guy yeah, sitting then, there? And she snaps. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden she, she smiles and then it, then it goes. Then the, the title says smile and then you see another and then it just shows a face of another guy just smiling and then that's the preview. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, you got my attention, but you've given nothing away. That that to me is the perfect preview. I wish every preview was like that. <laughs> um, and then yeah, that, that was those were really the only new ones I had. Uh, the Jurassic World, uh, Thor, Bullet Train. Bullet train, yeah. Today. Light year. Nope. Um, were the other whatever's rounding out the, the 10. But thank you so much for joining us on two middle-aged men in their top 10 as we talked about uh Top Gun Maverick. 
Um, feel free to let us know what you think. Uh, if you agree with us, disagree, uh, what, what do we leave out? Um, feel free to hit us up in the comments, like and share, and uh, we will uh, talk to you next time. Thank you.